Welcome to my podcast called Discover Your Power, where you will learn how to release limiting beliefs, create abundance and manifest the life you deserve and that truly works for you. My name is Yanya Eibi, transformational healer, author and coach. There is so much more joy, health, wealth and success available to you when you get a true perspective on how life really works. I want you to have what you deeply desire, and these podcasts will help you find your truth, unlock your potential, and empower your life. I've named this podcast Challenges Are Blessings in Disguise, because while it's true, that we can live an empowered life, it's also true that for the most part we're faced with physical pain and many challenges. Whatever we think their cause is, they have only one reason for existing, and that is to make us pay attention, make us reflect on why we have that particular problem when some others don't seem to have it. What is it in us that we need to change that's not in alignment with what our soul is? Because our true nature is to be loving, peaceful, harmonious and joyful always, which our soul eternally is. If everything in our life was going just as we want it, if we were happy, healthy, wealthy and fulfilled, would we ever want to change anything? Probably not. We would be afraid of initiating anything new, of exploring unknown territory, in case we lost something that we now have and value. We wouldn't want to take the risk of moving forward into something different, that what was waiting for us would be better than what we have now. But since life is dynamic, not static, always reaching for more and better, if we stop that movement forward in some area, we get reminded that our soul is always expanding to new dimensions. Our every thought of wanting something better is immediately fulfilled by our soul. So it expanded to answer your desire. But your personality is not following the movement. The ego is afraid. Since we think of ourselves as a body, when we have a physical challenge, we start looking for the obvious surface reasons before we are ready to look for the spiritual reasons. When we catch a cold or the flu, it's because there were germs floating around, right? <laughs> Maybe there were. But why did our friend who was with us at that gathering not get sick? When I was having accidents, more and more serious every time, from a sprained ankle right down to a broken hip, I attended to them without searching for a deeper reason. I was still unconscious, even if I had been striving for a connection with my soul for a number of years. Those accidents or problems were in fact an answer to my prayers for a deeper awareness of God. They were trying to turn me to spiritual truths, 
to realize what my purpose in life was after the untimely deaths of my husband and son. That my life still had a purpose, even after losing everything I humanly valued. There are many people in the world not even aware that there is such a thing as a spiritual soul. And they live their lives buffeted about by outside circumstances. There are many who are aware, but don't ask for that soul to become a living, conscious part of their personality. God is someone sitting on a throne far away up in heaven, or else buried so deep within us that he's very hard to reach. We've been told through the centuries in many ways by every enlightened spiritual teacher that ever was, ask and you will receive. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Unless you ask, you can't be given, simply because we have free will to do as we please. So we have to use that free will to make choices. And unless you ask, your soul will not impose anything on you. You're left to your own devices, so to speak. The universe cannot and will not override your God-given free will. So we must use it to ask for what we want. If we stand outside the door and don't knock, or ring a bell or call out, nobody knows you're there, and they won't open the door. Life is always reaching for a higher potential, and so is our soul, always growing and expanding to higher and higher dimensions. And since it's animating our body and mind, if through ignorance or resistance we're not also growing, the gap between where our ego is and where our soul is gets bigger, and pain results. First, mental, emotional or energetic pain. And if we don't notice that and change something in our thought processes or beliefs, it permeates into the physical, where we are then forced to pay attention. The physical pain or disease is showing us the gap that exists between where we are as a personality and where our soul now is. So the reason for sadness, frustration and pain is that the spiritual reality is trying to alert us to the fact that something needs to change. No one has taught us this, so we stay in the obvious physical reasons and our ego's understanding, which is also the collective understanding, rather than turning to a spiritual perception. So challenges of any kind are really a consciousness transformer. They're a catalyst for our higher evolution, and are there because we're not yet in alignment with an evolution that we never even knew was taking place. And the physical body shows us that gap between our ego's consciousness and the soul's consciousness. When we recognize, pay attention to, 
accept spiritual reality as a part of us and feel connected, feel love for it, then we can learn from our negative experience. And when a lesson is learned, we don't have to go through it again. So instead of suppressing, ignoring or running away from the pain, we start looking at it as a gift, not a misfortune. That doesn't mean you don't also do what's possible in order to have your symptoms get better. You seek medical advice and help if necessary. But reaching for a better spiritual understanding is your first priority. Because from that place of connection with your soul, you will begin to have insights and an intuitive awareness of where to go and what to do to help your condition. We need to really feel and admit that the spirit within us is real, that it loves us and everything in existence unconditionally and would never present us with anything that was not for our highest good. Since spirit is all goodness and all perfection, then the fullness of that spirit as us can't be anything less than goodness and perfection. That realization, when you fully know it and feel it, will absolutely take care of anything that temporarily appears as something other than divinity. You see people around you who are in physical or emotional pain and express it in many different ways as sadness, depression, anger, cruelty, dishonesty, abuse of any kind, any quality that is less than the perfection of the divine. And you feel either disrespected, unloved, betrayed, unsupported or attacked. Then try not reacting and realizing that anyone Acting in this way must be profoundly unhappy and in pain, and they don't even know it. In that moment, you will no longer judge or blame them, you'll have compassion. When you become aware of someone else's pain, you're no longer a victim of their behavior. You have activated love and compassion, even if you don't call it that. And those are qualities of spirit incompatible with victimhood. You've stepped into becoming more like your soul is, becoming a co-creator of your reality as you want it to be, not as it's imposed on you by the mass consciousness you were born into. Even in the middle of a painful or unpleasant situation, if you become aware of this, and mentally say to whoever is a problem, I'm so sorry you're unhappy. Not out loud, of course. You just think it. You, as a victim, will just disappear. You'll be at peace. And if you sincerely mean it, they might even stop in the middle of their sentence, not knowing what to say next. This happened to me spontaneously many years ago before I had any spiritual understanding of how or why this works. At work one day, 
A colleague stormed into my office, obviously extremely angry about some documents missing from a file. I don't even remember the details now, but I remember I knew for sure that I had filed them. I had had problems with this person before and had always been on the defensive, feeling unsure of myself even when I knew the problem was not anything to do with me. But this time the outburst was so big and so out of proportion that I just felt disbelief and suddenly I realized this was really nothing to do with me or my work. It was just that he was feeling bad and I felt sorry for him. So when he stopped to take a breath, I very quietly said, I'm so sorry you're having a bad day. And it was really sincere. His jaw dropped. He just looked at me for a second, then turned around and left my office without another word. I never had a problem with him again. And that's an example of an emotional issue. But when we have a physical condition of whatever kind that seems insoluble, that can't be healed, there is still something we can do to live a productive and fulfilled life. Because real healing is not just getting rid of a symptom without trying to understand and address the deeper underlying cause for it. And there are some conditions that are not meant to be healed at all. That as spirit, we have chosen to have in this lifetime for some higher reason, which has been hidden from our human awareness as we incarnated, so that we can discover who and what we really are, what's really supporting us, so we can transcend the material condition and be an example and maybe a teacher to others of what can be accomplished with an unwavering faith in yourself and your purpose. I believe Stephen Hawking, professor of physics in Cambridge, was one such person, suffering from a degenerative disease that had him in a wheelchair and unable to even speak for most of his life. But he still taught, wrote books, and was given awards for his outstanding scientific work until his death, at over 75 years old. There are also conditions that are not yet meant to be healed, because there still is something we must learn, something we must become. This is a vast subject, and goes beyond just this present lifetime. But to make it simple and applicable to most conditions you may presently have, I'd say that true healing would be the transforming of the relationship you have with a condition that's painful into a gift that you can gratefully receive. That means you must truly and sincerely be able to accept the condition you're in, however scary and frightening it seems to be, as your teacher on the spiritual path, regardless of how much you wish it would go away. Learn to love it for the wisdom it's here to share with you, 
perhaps to show you the sole purpose you were born for, but didn't consciously know. Then, true healing would be if every day you activated gratitude for the disease or disability you have, because it's making you develop different ways of thinking and being than you had previously. It's activating some aspects and some soul qualities that you've not been expressing up to now. Even if you don't understand the meaning of the condition quite yet, ask for it to be shown. Remember, unless we ask, it can't be given. Our every request is always instantly answered by the soul, but we must also be open and available to receiving it. So stay conscious of your request in the days and weeks ahead, because the answer may come in various ways, sometimes in meditation, or as a snippet of a conversation you overhear, or even a word that jumps out of an advertisement you see. And you'll know that's your answer. Also, become thankful to Spirit in advance for its communication, even if you're not yet conscious of it. In that way, you're also expressing unconditional gratitude. That is, gratitude not dependent on conditions. And little by little, lifting your frequency closer to that of spirit, which is unconditional love and unconditional allowance of everything in existence. I know that being grateful for a condition you wish you didn't have feels and sounds counterintuitive. But let's look a little deeper at what's really happening here. You're bringing a positive energy such as gratitude, understanding, allowance, some level of acceptance to a negative manifestation, one you don't like. And a positive energy is always more powerful than a negative one. Everything over time entrains to a higher vibration. And gratitude, together with love, care and appreciation, is one of the highest vibrations there is. We just have to consistently and with determination stay at that high frequency. You see, what we're really doing is using the high vibration of gratitude to return a condition that is of a lower frequency back to its original perfection. And if your divine plan is to dissolve that condition, then that's what will happen. And if the condition is not meant to shift, or not yet meant to shift, then the gratitude you're feeling will help you to have the very best experience possible, even with the condition still there. Our focus and attention does not have to be on the healing of anything. The high vibration of gratitude and allowance of what's here, not necessarily of the condition, but of anything at all in your life. And there are so many good things that we can focus on and be grateful for. And that 
will entrain everything in the body towards a higher expression of what it is now. This will help not only the condition that's foremost in your awareness, but anything else that you may not be aware of or consider less important. But if your focus is on getting rid of something, it blocks the body's ability to transform anything into a higher expression. So whatever your problem is, whether it's a physical issue or an emotional pain or trauma, or even a painful memory that keeps coming back, just hold the consciousness that I know this is a gift from the infinite goodness of Source. I know it can only bring things that will accelerate my spiritual growth, even if they're painful right now. I don't have to like what's happening to know that it's here for my highest good. So thank you, Spirit. I allow this to be in my life as long as it needs to, even if I don't like it. And I'm accepting it as a part of myself to be loved on an equal footing with all the other parts of me that are working so well. And that can be your daily prayer, your mantra, every time resistance comes up. Do this consistently. And over time, it will start feeling more and more authentic, more and more real and possible. And will allow you to be at peace with the condition. I know this is not easy, even if it's really simple. But remember that what you resist persists. When you stop resisting, you allow whatever issue you have to be there for as long as it needs to be. You're starting to accept to be okay with what already is. Even accepting is not the right word, because your condition is there whether you accept it or not. Acknowledging might be a better word. So you acknowledge your issue is there, and if it's there, there must be a reason for it. Whether you know what that reason is, or not, is immaterial. But because of that train of thought, you're already changing your relationship with your problem from trying to get rid of it to investigating the reason for it. Now you're allowing it to be there, even if you don't like it. And remember that unconditional love and allowance are attributes of divinity. By allowing and loving, you have just displayed those aspects of your soul and put yourself into alignment with it. And it's the source of your being that heals everything. You've gone beyond your mind that only knows allowance and love under certain conditions that it thinks good and rejects those that seem bad. Your ego doesn't have to like how something feels in order for your soul to recognize the benefits of how the condition is assisting you to evolve spiritually. You're now putting yourself at the level of your soul, not your personality. Such an attitude, if it's sincerely felt, 
awakens the life force and healing energy within us. Just saying the words, though, isn't enough. With sincere feeling, we are using a painful condition or situation to bring us back to the knowing of who we really are and the knowing that everything, including the condition, is part of the divinity that we are. Regardless of whether the issue shifts or not, we've raised ourselves closer to the vibration of Source, into allowance, acceptance and love that make the experience more bearable. We have just aligned with the spirit we really are. At this point, your mind might want to say, if I allow this pain, this financial challenge, or this relationship, whatever the problem is for you, if I allow it, it will get bigger or get worse. And I don't want that, so I'm not going to allow. If that's what you're thinking, remember who you are, your spirit, when nothing bad can exist. Bad is a judgment, not a reality. And just see where in your life you have resisted certain things, and they happened anyway. How many things did you not give permission for showed up? Did not giving permission stop them from appearing? So why would giving your permission make them appear? Giving permission and allowing every part of you, every part of life, to be as it is and where it is, doesn't mean it's going to stay there. It doesn't mean things will get worse. But it does mean you've raised your vibration closer to the frequency of spirit, where there are no problems. You've come back to that part of you that loves everything unconditionally. And what if that was the sole reason for your issue? To remember who you really are and show unconditional love and allowance to every part of you and to every part of life. That's an aspect you may not have considered yet. That the only reason for your problem may just be to remember spirit is here as you, so that you may activate and express more qualities of that spirit, ones which you had not put into practice before. Just take a breath and let that sink in. I trust that this has been valuable and helpful. Do you want to know more? Check out my website, yanyaab.com, where you can find much free material. I also encourage you to get my most recent book called Forgiveness, A Path to Create Miracles. It's available in paperback and Kindle from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and other similar venues. Don't miss any of these episodes by subscribing to this channel. And I thank you for your willingness to explore more of the abundance that life is always offering to you. I send you my love.
and we'll speak to you again soon.